You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. And welcome back. Do you know what I hate? I hate people who fucking back into parking spots. There is nothing so loathsome and self-important than the piece of shit that backs into a parking spot. I, you, you are one step above people who ride their bicycles in the street. We bark bark into our parking spots. No, we back into ours. Why? Um, Because you're an obnoxious, self-important prick? No, your first move should be forward. No, no. It should. No, why? Because it makes your awareness of what's going on in front of your view. Don't, no, 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 no. My daddy told me that. Yeah, so, Okay. Is this your is this your dad who purchased an Asian bride dad? That's the one. Yeah, okay. So don't care. I'm just counting everything that he said <laughs> because he bought a wife from Asia. Okay. Yeah, no. It, it's you're fine. You know. So you 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 hate the fact that I have uh done this thing where I back into parking spots. Yeah, I hate it. Why? Because it because it makes you okay. It takes you longer to back into the parking spot and make sure everything is correct than it does for you to pull into the parking spot forward and back out of the parking spot when you leave combined and increase by a factor of three. You realize at work, what I do all day is back into parking spots. Yeah. So it's not that different to come home and be like, all right, fucking back in. No, you know what? I was a I was about to give a special dispensation to you and your ilk, but you know what? No, no, fuck you. You know what you do when you get home from work? You stop being a car salesman and you stop being a self important prick, and you pull into a parking spot like a goddamn human being. I have to let myself be less self important at work than I do at home. That's my opportunity. So you're a worse person at home than you are at work. Yes. And you sell used cars for a living. No, I sell all cars. You sell all cars. Okay. It's about a 50-50. Last month it was about 50-50. So you're a car salesman and you're a worse person at home. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm good to my customers. Wow. You are. You are. That explains explains all those those cars you're fucking slanging. Yeah, but the important part is, you know what, let's, we're, we're getting on a tangent and I know this show is a show about tangents, but I'm talking to you who backs into their parking spot. You're a fucking asshole. I'm that bad. Nobody gives a shit about our live video, but we're making it anyway. You know, here's the interesting thing too, is that I haven't alienated, you know, a large portion of audience, maybe like six or seven people. <laughs> six or seven. And those people can fuck, 12. and those people can fuck off. <laughs> I was looking at our uh, downloads and yeah. everything recently and where they're located. Um, that That's actually really fun to do is see where yeah. you're striking the chords geographically. And your friend in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth. She's awesome. Definitely listens like a beast. Yeah. Okay. Um, Elizabeth, you're not sharing the show with enough people. So. Yeah. Well, and Elizabeth. Okay. Here's, here's what I will say. I'm so fond of Elizabeth that she gets special dispensation to back into her parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much I like her. Okay. Yeah. But you, you're fucking, you, you're dead to me. Now, my, one of my, probably my closest friends in the world, uh, Daniel, he also is a backer in her to his parking spot. He's a backer in her. Um, and I love him. I love him desperately. He's a backer in her into his garage. Oh God. Yeah. That's how that, that's, yeah, that's the kids. No. See having kids, I would back into my garage. Yeah, so don't, in hopes of not over. seeing them. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't run them over pulling out of the garage. Yeah. They're almost always in the car with me. Yeah, sure, and whatever. For, like if I'm going off. Yeah, the no, it's called plausible deniability. Yeah, I'm right. familiar with the CIA. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I understand how that works. Well, and while we're on the subject of abortion, I. <laughs> until they're 18 yeah we've we've had that conversation on the show yeah there you go um so yeah run the fuckers over 
that that was a joke, by the way. Yeah, don't no, yeah, you know, don't take that out of context. Stop. Yep. You listeners and viewers, yeah. stop. Now, okay, yes, I'm being hyperbolic. I don't actually hate people who back into their parking spots. I just think less of them. Like bicyclers? <laughs> oh, no, bicyclers. Cyclists, I fucking hate. People who ride their bicycle on bike trails are good people. People who defy the law and ride their bicycles on the sidewalk are good people. I saw an old dude the other day riding his bicycle on the sidewalk and I was, I just pulled over and I just stopped the car. I honked at him and I mean, he startled, he shit his pants. He was like, go yeah. Death Row, go. Yeah. And then I just saluted him. <laughs> he was like, the fuck? Yeah. Why is this boy saluting me? Yeah. I just thank you for your service, sir. So, uh, what what we're going to talk about tonight is things left unsaid. All right. So, Chris, I'm going to need you, because I'm basically an oatmeal thrower, I'm going to need you to explain to me what you mean by things left unsaid. So, it's the times where you bite your tongue or you basically censor yourself that you shouldn't. Wait. That you shouldn't? That you should not. Or that you just do? No, I mean, there's times where you just do because what you're going to say isn't going to be fruitful. Yeah, no, that, okay, this episode is over. No, because keep your fucking mouth shut. Shut your goddamn mouth. All of the problems so, in your relationship, you specifically, but in general, all of the problems in the royal use relationship is because you opened your fucking mouth and right. you said shit that you shouldn't have said because the truth is stupid and it's hurtful and dumb and don't engage in it. So... Nazi Germany, everybody that kept their mouth shut and just did their job. Okay. So cool so basically what you're doing is you're conflating my relationship advice to being a fucking genocidal maniac. That's what that's what you're saying here. Is that Jesus Christ, are you like are you into an American politics and just the just the no, absolute I'm, I'm extreme hyperbole of Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No. So, Meanwhile, the Hamlin, hammer and sickle wearers who killed way more people than the Nazis are fucking celebrated. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. But, um, no, there, there are times. So I ran into a situation today at work and uh, here, fuck it. So somebody shit their pants at work. <laughs> And now Chris and I just had like a 10 minute deliberation about how he wasn't going to tell the story on the air. Yeah. And I wanted him to tell the story on the air. Well, no, cause I said, it depends on how I feel after I speak to you. Oh, I didn't see, I didn't hear that. See, I stopped listening when you said, I'm not going to tell this on no, the no, show. Yeah. Once you told me that an employee so, shit himself at work and I laughed, I almost shit myself at work today too. I didn't, but boy, it was close. I almost shit myself on my birthday <laughs> and I thought it was hysterical <laughs> and I went and posted about it because it's fun. Yeah, because because like Frank like Frank Reynolds says, poop is funny. It is a hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm not going to disclose this individual's identity, but or her age. Yeah, or her age, or geographical location. But somebody shit their pants at work, and I made a Facebook post about it, and I was like, <laughs> somebody shit their pants at work, <laughs> and don't even go back to it. That was it for me. My day was cool. And then I go outside and I run into my boss and he's like, you have to take that post down. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, yeah, you can't talk about somebody shitting their pants. <laughs> the one of the, I mean, the post of you where you're naked in a pile of eggplants and you're just like, well, and I'm, I'm like, if you, if you go back and listen or view the last fucking three years of my life, there's all kinds of heinous things that I've said yeah. and done on the internet. Yeah. So the fact that you're censoring me now and I, I, I stupidly took it down. I shouldn't have. And what, what kind of struck a chord with me is somebody else was like, somebody else from work was like, not cool. Seriously, not cool. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your opinion here. Yeah. Like it really doesn't matter. I don't say not cool when you post some stupid political shit that I don't agree with. Right. Okay. So stay in your fucking lane. Okay. Like it's my right to say what I want and I'm going to do so. And when, like, I took it down and then, like, I, I fucking started stewing about it. And I'm like, man, that's that's not okay. Right. Like, you don't get to tell somebody what they can and can't say. You can fire me for something I say on the clock. You could fire me for something I said on behalf of the company. You could say you can't log in and tag us if you're doing this, that, or the other. 
Okay. Right. But but the the problem with today's society is that you have you have two you have two issues. And they both relate to what's left unsaid. You're in a situation now where your relationship with your employer is important and you're making good money and you have opportunity at this place. There may there may be advancement in your future. And so you're concerned about protecting that relationship and not rocking the boat. So you take your post down. Yeah. So now that goes to my philosophy to keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. But the other issue is, is that we have become so reactionary and so vitriolic that if you post something that someone, that someone disagrees with and you, I mean, the worst possible thing you can do is offend those in power. And right now the biggest voice are people on the internet who are basically virtue signaling and, you know, just the, the offense junkies that everything offends them. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens is, is that your employer is concerned not about what you said. They, don't, they probably think what you did was funny as well. And who cares how immature it is? It's fucking funny. But they're concerned about the backlash. They're concerned about the backlash from the offended employee. Mm -hmm. They're concerned about the backlash by the offended consumer. And so they need to protect their identity by limiting your speech. And that's a huge, huge problem. That's a fucking red flag. Yeah. But your internet, so the, the, so the, the, the problem, and I'm, I know I'm going off on a tangent already, but you can't say things that are going to make people upset because of blowback. And that's what breaks my heart is that we live in a world where optics are far more important than truth. And you don't get to be independent of your employer any longer. You don't get that. You don't get to be independent of your associations any longer. If you are associated with someone who becomes persona non grata, then you are guilty by that association and you must disavow them or you must be destroyed because it's not enough in today's culture for us to simply disagree and for me to change the channel. No, I need to destroy you and destroy your life and destroy your livelihood because you said something that I didn't like. And that scares the fuck out of me. For me, it does and it doesn't. Like, when I was hired on, I submitted a resume that said what I had been doing for myself right. for the last three years. And I'm like, this is what I've been doing. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you blow dudes because you like the taste. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to, I mean. No, so like, I've been, I, I've been doing podcasts and all that stuff for, you know, two years, two and a half years up until that point. It's like, okay, I've said some absolutely heinous and offensive things. Because they're funny. Right. Nothing was done with the intention of hurting anybody's feelings. And I've made fun of myself. I've made fun of my family. I've made fun of my friends. I make fun of everything. Yeah. Why? Because I'm non-discriminant. If something is funny, you can say it. Right. As long, like, as long as you're not crossing the line of doing something to be malicious. And in no way, shape, or form was I attempting to be malicious with this post that I had made. Yeah. Um, you really, you don't get to censor me. Well, and here's the interesting thing about your post. Did your post say a coworker pooped themselves? No. So someone randomly mm -hmm. shit themselves at your job. Yeah. Now, could have been anybody. Now, if I was the car dealership, I would not like that post because you are not only are you a, a salesperson and an employee of my company, but you are one of my better salespeople. You're one of my go-to people as far as moving inventory and being profitable as a salesperson. And my butt would pucker because I would be concerned about how that affects our livelihood and the image of, of the dealership. So I understand their perspective as the employer, but... My question for you would be how many of these people on Facebook that you sell cars to are friends of yours on Facebook? I've sold cars since I've been here to maybe five friends. Oh, 
Yeah, well, here, it's thing. not like you're friending every person who comes in no, and they're no. like, oh, come back up from Chris. He was great and he's got beautiful hair and he fucking sucked me off in the back of the trailer. No, so, and I, I guess one of the things that frustrates me most about it is that I had to sign something saying they would use my likeness. My likeness is this one. Right. Okay. You're using my likeness. Here you go. This is it. Um, it's been the same. It's not changing. Right. And it's going to continue. Well, yeah. And here's the thing that sucks about it is that they don't want to do their due diligence. They don't want to learn who you are. They just want to cover their own asses. That's what they want. They're not even listed as my employer. Yeah. Like, I'll check in there because that's what I was told to do. But like, and if somebody's like, hey, where do you do this? I'll tell them where I do it. But like, that's not in no way, shape or form did I say. Here at this dealership, we like to shit our pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an extra, it's an extra hundred dollars off if you buy a car that has a shit stain. I shit in. The challenge is, can you find where I shit? It is. You're gonna have to smell the. <laughs> you're gonna have to and get into the. You're gonna have to. Up. You're gonna have to pull that flap up in the trunk where they keep the donut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and look, you're gonna go. You're gonna have to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> so, in but in your in your relationship, people. So my my boss the other day. Not the other day. This is a while back, but just for the sake of the story, um, I said the other day erroneously. So my boss once said to me months ago, he's like, uh, he's like, God, he's like the stuff that comes out of your mouth. He's like, you just say whatever comes to your mind, don't you? And I'm like, no, actually, I say very little of what pops into my mind because the shit that leaks out. So you think that there's no filter, that there's no, there's no crossing guard being like, blown a whistle and be like no 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 there is I, I i mostly bite my tongue about a variety of things because i know how abrasive and obnoxious that i come off and if i say something it will be perceived as malicious even if it's not malicious even if it is accurate i don't want to say things in a fashion that are going to hurt people's feelings that's not what i want and when you're in a relationship with someone there are things that disappoint you that you don't like that you'd like to see done differently that you keep your fucking mouth shut about because it will crush the other person i see and i think it's it's important not to let not to harbor these things and let them turn into resentment because that resentment will bleed over into the good areas of a relationship. So if I bite my tongue on how you wash the dishes and I bite my tongue and I bite my tongue and I bite my tongue and then then I'm like, I have to fucking bite my tongue about this. And now you're doing something else that agitates me. Right. Like, no, that's, that's no longer an effective mode of being. So you, you don't, so you take those things that go unsaid and you study them and you contemplate and you say, I don't like the way that she packs the dishwasher. Is that a thing that I want to bring up? Is that a thing that I, is that the fucking hill I want to die on? Is that the thing I need to bring up and argue about? Or can I just accept that we're two different people and she loads the dishwasher differently than I do? And just don't let it bother you. There are going to be things outside of the dishwasher, though. It was, a, it was sure. An yeah, like it was you're. A one. Yeah, like you're. It could, it, could, it could be how you're spoken to. Right. Oh, well, now that's. But I think that's different. I think that but someone it, treats you with disrespect is very different than you know having a disagreement on you know some function of a thing. Fair enough. Okay, so let's say they speak to you in a way that's condescending, or that. And it's 2019, and we're fucking equal, and you break your goddamn lip. That's yeah. what you do. You break the lip. You break her goddamn lip. You just punch her right in the goddamn. Lip breaking. Yeah, you split their lip. Okay. Yeah, I thought I've heard break the jaw. I didn't hear break the lip. What before. you know? What I did? I made a new goddamn. And I'm kidding. Don't hit people. Don't do it. Don't hit people. Violence is wrong. It never solved anything except for World War One and World War Two and Korea and a variety of other terrible atrocities that were prevented by the violence of the people who were defending the victims. But whatever. 
what I'm saying though is there are times where it's it's appropriate not to bite your tongue and to let it let it be known that hey, I don't have to sit here in silence. Sure, but I but but I would go so far as to say that you err on the side of caution, and that there are things that you know is it that you really should consider before opening your mouth, and I'm bad at that. I don't, I don't, yeah, so what I've what I've realized, I guess. In, in thinking about this before we started having the conversation was there there are times where you do have to nibble on your tongue. And yeah, you do. Doing so will prevent a fight that doesn't necessarily need to happen. Right. Um, but is it going to stop a war that is happening? Right. Like, you know, we've been together forever and you've gotten gross and I don't find you attractive. That's the kind of thing you don't fucking say. I think that's one of those things where you encourage the behavior yeah. that you want. Yeah. You don't, you don't say that. Hey, we should go on a diet together. We should be healthier. No, because because okay, that's not what you said, right? And it's certainly not what you're implying. What you're implying is, is that you disgust me and I want you to be less disgusting. And so I'm going to decide that we should do this thing together when really it's you who's the repellent one and who needs to do something about their... They're, you, yeah. you could not be yeah. disgusting, vile, repellent, yeah. anything of the sort. No, I, I am. I'm not, argu- I'm not arguing with any of that. What I'm saying is if my wife came to me and she said, you know what, we need to, we need, we should go on a diet together. I would be like, really? So I'm giving up booze and you're giving up sugar. Yeah. And she's going to be like, never mind. And I'm like, exactly right. So basically I'm disgusting and I offend your eyes. So you don't want to look upon me. That's is right. that what you're saying? Cause that's fucking what I would infer is that you think I'm disgusting and that's why you so want to go. What if you had heart problems? What if you were showing early signs of COPD or something along the lines of that? And your partner was making a suggestion to help keep you healthier. Okay. I, I worked in the medical industry for a couple of years and I worked with people who had breathing issues and COPD. COPD is, it's a, it's a myth. It's like the moon landing. It's not fucking real. <laughs> kidding. The look on Chris's face was, I was just watching Dr. Mike here. Was awesome. I was, I was just watching Dr. Mike and I was like, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, the th- I, you know what? I, I no. I mean, I get it. I get being concerned. Like my wife wanted me to quit smoking years and years ago, and I did. And I understand that I am healthier for it, and that it's better for me. You know, both physically and fine. And then that I stank. Yeah. Now, this is the same person who told me that it was attractive and looked cool when I smoked. Yeah, but. It was gross. Yeah. So you're missing you. Was, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember when you, I remember when you were such an intriguing bad boy and now I have to ruin and break you and make you something that I, that I hate and I resent. So I just move on to the next one. That's the fucking problem with women is that they, they want this bad boy thing and then they want to put it in a box because they think they're fucking special and powerful and they can make you stop being who you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and another thing that sucks about women is the, well, if you don't know why I'm angry, then I'm not going to tell you because you're just being a cunt. You, there's nothing specific that you're upset about. You just want an excuse to be a cunt and that's fine. Just admit you want to be a cunt. Oh, you see, that'll never be admitted to because yeah. that's one that we run into often in my yeah. household. I'll be like, you're just looking for a reason to be upset. No. You think I look for a reason to be mad? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm like, this conversation is a product of that. So, and then then I'm the bad guy. Yeah. But I was the bad guy leading into it, so I didn't care anymore. Yeah. Like, you stop caring that you're the bad guy. You're like, okay, I'll be the villain. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, but there are, there are plenty of things like, I mean, I got, my wife and I got into a big, big fight not that long ago. And it, it is because, and it it all boiled down to something that I've said on the show before, but it, it all boiled down to, you know, she wants something done and it is my responsibility. But if I want something done, it is my responsibility. I just, I just lost my shit. 
I was like, fuck, why? I mean, I get we're, we're in a partnership and what is important to you is important to me to an extent, but fuck, man, I hate doing some of this shit. Don't make me fucking do it. Well, if it's important to you, like, this is a conversation that Tara and I have had because I'm like, you know, this is important to you. It's not necessarily important right. to me. I'll do it to appease you. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the yeah. extent of my investment in it yeah. is you. Yeah. And you have to understand that. And she's like, I don't know why it's not important to you. And I'm like, do you think fishing is important? And she's like, well, no. I'm like, okay. Hmm. So that yeah. ends that, that talk. And she's like, well, no, this is, this is a function of the household. I'm like, if, if I'm trying to do something that I find enjoyment in, and I want you to partake in that said enjoyment. Yeah. Is that not the same? Yeah. I want you to find joy in something. And then you're a dick. Yeah. No, I get it. But but you know what you do? You don't fucking say that until it boils up and then you explode yeah, at your ex- spouse. Yeah, I, I would prefer not to explode. Yeah. And while I will vent with relative regularity, an explosion is a very, very, they're very far and few between. Mm. Because I, I don't, I'm not a bottler. Yeah. Now, with an employer, I can see where I could come across as explosive because I will bite my tongue more times than not. Right. And that's something that I think I need to work on personally. If if I don't agree with something, maybe try to figure out why they want something a certain way and try to accept that. And if, if it's still not valid, then try to express why I think that's not an appropriate course of action. Yeah. Um, but well, and I, and I may I may talk a bunch of big shit while I'm here at your house and we're recording this podcast, but that's not how I talk to my wife. It's not how it works. You know, I, I try to be respectful, but I want her to understand. And, you know, she and I have had this conversation. She'll ask me, do you want to do this thing? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, I will. Because I'm happy to help you do your thing because I love you. But, you know, I have absolutely zero fucking desire to do that thing. Oh, like string beads? Yeah, no, God no. Why would I string fucking beads? I've done that Just put a needle in my fucking eye. I've, I've Ugh. Done more times than I'd like to count. Yeah. Hey, do you want to help me with this? And I'm like, not really. But if it means getting a little bit of time with you and doing something that you like, I'll. If it means anal, then I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it because you're taking it in the pooper. Yeah. Poop. Yeah. So. Well, like a wise man once said, we all pay for it. Yeah, don't get. Oh, here comes the the floodgates of hate mail. You pay for everything that you're saying, though. That yeah, every, no, it's absolutely true. Everything. Yeah, has a consequence. and that's where men have. That's that's where see all of this bullshit when we're young, right? When we're just trying to get up in those guts, right? We're just trying to get laid. We're just trying to get laid. We're just trying to get laid because men, unless you're like of the most attractive men, men are very rarely fuckable. But women, regardless, women all have a period of their lives of fuckability. But some of them are more fuckable than others, but all are fuckable. All money spends, some some money is dollars, and some money is a $100 bill, and some is just a dollar bill, but it's all fucking money, and all that money spends. But here's what happens. Men, they say, women, oh, it's so unfair. Men just get better looking with age. No. Here's what happens. Your standards as women are lowering because they lower at a rate exponential to your fuckability. Because as you age, you become significantly exponentially less fuckable. And that's why you end up getting that haircut where you look like your husband because you recognize that you're not fuckable anymore and you have given up. You know, there's actually, um, there's supposed to be some semblance of truth to that. A woman that feels more attractive is going to do things like keep up with long hair, makeup, that sort of thing. And one that doesn't is less likely to keep up with that. But it's it's very much the same thing with the male. Uh, oh, sure. I, I mean, I'm... I, worried about playing the I, field or Yeah, whatever. I was fuckable for about 20 minutes in my teens. But I, I've never been fuckable since. And that's fine. It's liberating. It's liberating. Nothing's more liberating than knowing you're never going to fuck a woman and then just treat her like you would anybody else because you're not trying to fuck her. Mm. And that's what makes you attractive, though. No. That's what's funny. Yeah, because you're treating her like nobody else does. Right. No. Everybody else is like, hey, 
Let me get up in them guts. Chicks aren't into me. Yeah. You're so beautiful. And you're like, yeah, you're cute, but whatever. Yeah. And that makes you powerful. Yeah. Powerful beyond measure. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. You drank your monster today. I did drink a monster today. I did become powerful, but I didn't do that until like 730. Dude, I had some roosty boosties today. Oh, shit. You need to try rain. I, uh, I had Quake 7-Eleven's energy. Yeah. That one's quite powerful. Yeah. If you get the uh, the berry one, it's pink and blue. It tastes like crunch berries. Oh. It's pretty rad. And they're buying one, get one free. Oh. Yes. It's quite. Ah, oh, God, I love crunch berries. I had, I had a bowl of Captain Crunch with crunch berries today for breakfast. Yeah. I'm about them Reese's Puffs, man. Mmm. Peanut butter's apocalypse food. I love Frosted Flakes, or not Frosted Flakes, uh, Fruity Pebbles. Hmm. Fruity Pebbles are yeah. delightful. I just like cereal. Yeah, me too. Cereal's so here's, good. here's the other thing. I bet you there's shit that my wife doesn't say that I don't want to know because it would destroy me. Hmm. I don't want to know. Ignorance is bliss. You don't think there's anything that she could say to you and it would better your relationship or better you as a human being? Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, once 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 I pulled the gun out of my mouth, maybe. Your ego can't be that fragile. Oh, I'm a glass cannon, baby. No. No, yeah, no, I'm a bitch. I'm a glass cannon. I'm a slingshot with no rocks. Yeah. I didn't say that. No, but that's what it sounded like. Speaking of how's your boy Lucas with that uh with that slingshot? He was awesome. Oh, dude. Fuck. Season 3 is amazing. It was Yes, it was good. The problem, the only problem I had with it, other than, well, I don't want to spoiler alert. So anyway, there. This is live on Facebook right now. Shut up! It is not yeah, live on. Fuck! I hate you. AJ Kisner, uh, joined. What's up, AJ Kisner? What's up? So yeah. Does that say? Does that say AJ Kisner? Period. Like AJ, are you on your period? Joined. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, those are old man eyes. Too. I will fucking kill you uh, with I mean, my if dick you sword. See me. <laughs> What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Stranger Things. So the thing I don't like about it is that... Oh, I, sh- I shouldn't... That's not even fair. It, it's, it got too big. So that was my issue with the second season. Yeah. I felt like the first season reeled it back in... Or the third season reeled it back in a little bit. Really? The the whole Mind Flayer yeah. attacking the mall thing was yeah. not too big for you? No, because... The, the, the bombardment was, of fireworks was not too big the for you? Other, the season two was just post-apocalyptic yeah basically or not post but apocalyptic yeah in nature and it was like mankind is going to end right and season two or season three you didn't get so much of that i actually i thought it was super refreshing and that was my favorite right and they did necessary things like i i fucking teared up on that one Hmm. i uh so the kids and i watched it on the fourth of july right uh tara started it with us and fell asleep so me and the boys finished it and the next day, she's like, "Did you guys finish it?" I was like, "Oh my god, yes." Yeah, the the the, and again, uh, spoiler alert, but the character death was lame. I it, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Really, I thought it was I thought it was ham fisted and lame. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was good. I thought it was one of those necessary things. Nah, well, that removing that character. So okay, I'm not talking about I'm talking about the sacrifice to save the day. I'm talking about the first sacrifice to save the day, not the second sacrifice to save the day. Because the second sacrifice to save the day, that character is not dead. Well, yeah, no, he's he's yeah. not. Uh, it was heavily alluded to. Yeah. The first one to save the day, I actually liked because it was a redemption arc. Yeah, except it wasn't redeeming and it was so, it was like, oh, hey, by the way, this is the point in the plot where you change, where you change back to the good guy and save the day. And I was like, fuck off. That's so lame. I liked it. Yeah, I did not. I liked it. I was actually excited for that yeah. character. Now, the, the, the whole never ending story thing, <laughs> fucking <stupid>. brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. No, I, I thought that was the best season of the show so far. Yeah. Like season one, uh, I, I rewatched it all going into mm-hmm. um, season three. And watching the first season, I actually enjoyed it less than the first time I had seen it. Uh, season two, I liked more. And then season three, I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, a shame that Robin's not into me because I'm into Robin. Are you? Oh, yeah. The- oh, yeah. She's great looking, man. I was like, twelve. Shut up. She is not. I'm sure that she's an adult. Yeah, legal enough. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, not God, God, God damn it, Chris, I hate you. I, I do too. Yeah. So, so you think Tara says you think she holds back anything? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and what? do you want to fucking know? I, I, I've heard it all. That, that, okay, hold on a second. That that absolutely is a contradiction. Does she hold things back? Yes. Do you want to hear it? I have heard it all. Okay. Either you've heard everything and she holds nothing back or you haven't heard things that she's held back and you may or may not want to know so them. Do the you understand how language she's, works? She's like we, we communicate using our words. She's an extremely emotional person. Yes. Okay. So as soon as her, she gets caught up in her emotions, it is she's very vocal about it. And it, it's something like we had a conversation about it last night. I'm like, you're, you're vocal about it to a fault and you will let it dictate the entire pace of your day and how it's going to affect your relationships with individuals throughout that day. I'm like, and that's not okay. Like that's a character flaw and it's something that should be worked on. And she's like, but this, this, and this. And I was like, I really don't care about your reasons why I'm like, I'm not bashing you. I'm telling you this because I care about you and I want to see you do awesome. It, if my wife said to me, you need to work on this. It's a character flaw. I'd break her lip. <laughs> There's, don't do you fucking condescending. That is, that is so gross and condescending. And like, you know, Chris, the, the, the problem you have is that, your teeth are too big and they need to be ground down. And that really is a physical flaw of yours that, I mean, I'm not trying to come down on you, but it really needs to be worked on. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's, I'm sure an, an, an ortho surgeon that could really get you sorted out. Yeah. And you know what else you're, you, you know what a big character flaw is? You're a condescending prick <laughs> and you're shitty to people. And you have this whole high horse, holier than thou, wiser than thou thing. And you work so hard on yourself. Why can't other people just can't work as hard on themselves as you do yourself? Why does everyone else around you suck, Chris? I don't know. You need to work on that. Fuck, man. You talk to her that way. We talk to each other that way because if there's something that the other person needs to work on, like it needs to be brought to light. And that's something that yeah. you, you know, you know, through conversation that that's how we are with one another. Here's, here's the problem with, with bringing that stuff up and working on it. At some point you realize that it's not worth the effort. Jessica Rose. What's, what's up, Jess? What'd she say? What? Now. Awesome. Live now, yeah, we're yeah we're gonna we're gonna do a big old. So this is yeah what we're gonna do is that we're gonna actually get a green screen right here and we're gonna get goatsy and then Chris and I you know like <laughs> that's all folks we're gonna do that porky pig thing but out of the goatsy butthole. That'd be so. Hot. It would be awesome. That should be our T-shirt. Who wears the? <laughs> It's totally doable. <laughs> totally doable. Oh my god, that would be awesome. Yeah, People would be shit themselves. What would be uh, even funnier is if I had one with my face and you had one with yours and we were big enough pricks to wear Oh no, I'd wear yours. Oh, you no, say? I'd wear yours. Oh, yeah, I for sure. Be. Yeah, I would absolutely wear the Chris face bubble. Yeah. Now, I'm like, oh, I no, I would wear the I would wear the I would wear the and it would just be like I heart who wears the pants <laughs> on the back of the shirt. Uh, it could just say who the goat could be wearing pants. We miss you too, Jess. Much missing. Uh, so what were we talking about? About oh, about how you're a fucking asshole. I'm a so prick. here's the thing: is that if my relationship was like that, I would get to a point where it's too much work. It's too much work. It's I can't. Too much work to have to bite your tongue all the time. No, no, it's not. Dude, my mouth is filled with blood all the time anyway yeah. from how much I bite my yeah. fucking Yeah, you know what? I do that at work. I do it at home. That's I do it I'm everywhere in life. I just there. bite my tongue. No, like, I, I wasn't raised like that. You can't hear Chris. That's because he talks too far. Because Chris is, is like, well, It's actually not picking up on Mike. What? Not as well. It's because I don't have this big booming man voice that Mike has. Well, yeah, you, well, I mean, you don't have anything big and booming like Mike has. Yeah. Like that gut. Like that toe. Like that, yeah. That hammer toe. <laughs> you Flintstone looking motherfucker. I hate you so much. 
Uh, not as well. Not as well. Yeah. You're not as well. But yeah, I, I think it's absolutely important to voice grievances that you have with your partner and to have them be able to voice those with you. And if, if you don't have that, there's a, there's a breakdown in communication that turns into resentment. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. You just, no, no, no. I can't. I got to drive in. You can't do two? Well, it's almost, no, I can't do another one. I'm going to give you that kind. No, I'm good. Thank you though. I know I'm being a bitch, but whatever. Drink your beer. I'm going to. You, because you're not driving. I have to drive home. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm staying. I felt, I feel this one. No. You're, you're. Big powerful mic. I cannot. I got. I wish I had a big thing. Oh man, I just I'd hit people with it all the time. I seriously, if I had a big dick, I would just hang it on my pants. I would. uh, I would wear tighter pants. I think it would be more effective. Oh yeah, bitches would love that too. Far more becoming. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, I've got the slight switch thing. Yeah. Well, they say size doesn't matter, but it does. It does. Because women want to be full. They like to feel full. That's why they like Cheerios. Yeah. Jess, am I wrong? Jess is like, fuck this. We need to have Jessica on the show because. I yeah. That. Yeah. Hard to get, it's well, hard because to you refuse to move nights. I have one early night a week. I could do Thursday. I I could do uh, a Thursday, but a lot of Thursdays I can't do. No, I could do like one. I ran into this thing. Uh, so we had to work on the 4th of July. Yeah. Which was criminal. Um, and it was my day off because it happened on a Thursday and I'm like, man, fuck. So one of my bosses, because I have 42 of them was like, you can, uh, I'm going to give you a Monday off. So he gave me yesterday off and that was wicked and badass. And then he was like, Hey, I'm gonna need you to come in Thursday this week. And I'm like, fuck dude, that totally defeats the purpose. Right. Like I, I want that day off. And he's like, well, can you come for a little bit? Cause I need you. And I'm like, I need you. We should make out. All right. And he's like, you shouldn't say that. And I'm like, I, we should make out. Right. Well, and that's the thing about your fucking employer is that your employer, your employer comes to you and says, I need you. But if you went to your employer and said, look, I'm having a really hard time right now. I got some shit going on in my personal life. I'm not sick, but I can't come in today. Are they going to make a big deal about you not coming in? So we had one dude not come in because he was hung over one day. And I'm like, man, you show up fucking still drunk or hungover if that's what it is you have to that's the way of the beast like i've showed up yeah you did this to yourself yeah i've rally puked before because that's what i had to do in the middle of a sale i was like i'm gonna go get some information ran to the bathroom threw up and i was like everything's okay that was the information that i got yeah (laughs) yeah what would it be if you could tell if you could tell the future by reading vomit i mean i know that there are people out there that do it with yeah tea leaves and chicken entrails because you just like could you just like have a dry toilet like not even hooked up to water just a dry toilet that you vomit in the basin of and then someone reads your chunks it would have to be be a toilet though it couldn't be like no no for sure yeah no 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 it's gotta be a toilet and it's and i don't know how it has poop stains because no one uses it to poop but it's got poop stains. You actually got it used. <laughs> well, it's because hand. when you're sick and you put your head too deep in that toilet and you see under the ridge there, under the rim, and you can got to see that sort of moldy, stainy gunk that nobody thinks about scrubbing but me. Yeah. I've never stuck my head that far into a toilet. Did you don't clean your toilet properly. No, I mean far enough into the toilet to be able to see. It's it, First of all, it's not that far. Second of all, you probably don't clean the bolts off around the base of the toilet I either, do, do you? Because I have sons that piss everywhere. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, they're heathens. And yeah, I love them they're so monsters. Much. They're like, Dad, look at what I can do. And they piss all over the bathroom. Yeah, here's what here's what we're going to do, son. You're going to take a shower every time you piss. And you're just going to, before you piss, you're just going to strip naked. You're going to get in the goddamn shower. And that's where you shower. piss from now on. Yeah, so my kids are taking eight showers a day. It's like they're teenagers. Yeah. I'm like, I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the truth. The truth. Don't tell it. Oh, I, I'm, I know I've, I know this is my mantra for I your relationship. But, you know, there, I don't know if there's anything in my relationship. There are plenty of things where I will bite my tongue and, and not say anything because I don't want to rock the boat. 
but I can't say that there's anything of significance or of great import that comes to mind that I haven't voiced. Because if it's that important, you're going to voice it. Like, it's important. It, it would be a detriment to the relationship if you didn't. Exactly. And I, I think the same is to be said with a relationship with but, a friend. Like, if your friend is doing something that is harmful to them or to you, like, it's your job as a decent friend to say, hey, you're fucking up. If you're at an employer and they're doing something that's negative to the work environment, it's your job to say, hey, this is not right. Yeah, I guess I just don't do my job. I disagree. You do your job. No, I keep. there's a lot of things at my job that just bug the shit out of me that I keep my mouth shut about. Why? Because here's why. Okay. If you are an employer, if you are a manager, right? And an employee brings something to your attention, even though you don't feel it's important, it's important to that employee. And I think I've talked about this before. Yeah. So if someone is consistently, if you're consistently taking things to your boss and consistently saying, you know, this is an issue or that's an issue and you're not bitching or grousing or complaining, you're bringing legitimate concern and nothing is ever done and it's never addressed. Eventually what happens is you just stop talking. Well, that's for you to leave on. Yeah. Like it's, it's your job at that point. If necessary change isn't being made, that's going to be conducive to a healthy environment. Well, there's a, that's a whole nother episode though, because the thing about being a human being in a relationship, whether it's an employment relationship or a romantic relationship, it is not an easy thing to walk away from a friend and your friend, your, your relationship with that friend starts to dissolve. That's an easy thing to, you know, ignore and not return calls and just not be around or be as involved in that relationship. But when this is a relationship with your employer or your significant other walking away, right. Or just kind of, you know, mailing it in are not options to that same level. So a lot of people stick around and they tolerate bullshit that they shouldn't tolerate. There's a level of bullshit that you're always going to have to tolerate. Sure. With any relationship. Yeah. Especially with me. So, you're tolerating this bullshit. It's that's a given. You're going to have to deal with something. That's a given. At what point is it okay to not do anything about it? I don't know. That's that's hard. That's a hard question to answer. Well, I think that's up to the individual. Right. But then how many times how many times have you left a relationship or left a job and you realize, "Man, I should have done that a long time ago," but you didn't? Well, and I think that's, I think that is the one thing that most people come to regret. The, the one thing that you don't have more of in this world is time. And if you waste time somewhere, that, that's rough. If you waste time in a relationship with an employer or with a friend, like let's say you've got a friend and all you guys do is fuck off and you're like, nothing good is happening in either of our lives. This isn't benefiting either of us. So you cut ties with that person your life automatically improves because you're not being drugged down by just the stupidity that you were engaging in before. That's okay. And if, if it's with an employer, like even if they pay you large sums of money, like if your quality of life ultimately improves, I think that it's okay to remove yourself from that engagement. Okay. 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 So, Dear listeners, what do you think? I think that Chris is a monster and that Chris should crawl into his bedroom right now and beg Tara for forgiveness. Oh, dude. So I have not had a chance to talk to you about this. We went to this nice little covered bridge to have like a day trip a couple of Sundays ago. Me, the wife, the kids, we took the dogs. Uh, okay, so it was like a weird, it was like, it was, yeah. You guys go play, we're going to sneak off. <laughs> it was like the aristocrats. There's yeah, the dogs, the dogs, the cats. The, the cats. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that Disney movie. No, the aristocrats, the okay. joke about all of the, all of the ass-pounding incest. No, so we, uh, we go there, we were there for 
total of about 15 minutes, Tara takes a fucking wicked fall. And she okay? I hear her fall, and I hear this, like, pop. Oh! Skin splitting. She, she takes a second to get up. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then she gets up, and I see blood gushing out of her knee. I'm like, oh, God. And I look at the wound, and I'm like, you need stitches. We have to go. And she's like, I don't know if I need stitches. I'm like, you fucking need stitches. That's bad. Yeah. So one of the dogs runs off because she had the dog on the leash. So this dog is in the woods at this fucking park in Hillsboro, Missouri. And I'm like, fuck. So I have to load the kids up. She goes and is sitting down and like trying to tend to her wound a little bit. Some lady that actually happens to be a nurse shows up and she's like, we have to start cleaning this out. So she's digging in Tara's fucking gash, taking pieces of sediment and stuff out. (laughs) I need that sound isolated. She's digging in Tara's gash. You're welcome. (laughs) Mm, Nothing hotter than that. So she's digging in Tara's gash, getting like debris and shit out of it and cleaning it with water bottles that we had brought. And uh, Tara's like, just find the dog, find the dog. So I get the kids in the car, get the car started so they don't melt, get the other two dogs in the car and then start searching for this fucking fictitious animal at this point. I'm like, man, fuck that dog. We don't need that one. And she's like, it was one of the huskies, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, no, we have to get the dog. And I'm like, man, fuck that dog. It'll be here later. And she's like, wow. Oh, dude. I was more worried about getting her help. Like she was my priority. Sure. I I get that. But you know, you also don't have to be a monster. I wasn't trying to be a monster. I was trying to get my wife tended to because she had a large fucking wound on her leg and I didn't understand the extent of it. So I fucking, she's like, just find the dog. I'll be okay. So I go dog searching in the woods. I'm fucking covered in ticks, by the way, because of this dog wrangling that I was doing in the forest. And uh, finally, the dog kind of just pokes her head out right next to the creek. And I was like, stop. Don't move. And she's like, you want me to go further into the woods? (laughs) I I love how your dogs sound like Brian Regan. (laughs) So... I go further into the woods and she's like, hey, it gets thicker here. Don't worry. <laughs> so she goes into this super thick area and I'm like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> so I go after the dog and I'm like, you stop moving. And I stick my arms out like this. And I'm like, this is the universal sign for her. I'm like, you need to fucking stop. I look like a bear right now or an otter, depending on the circle that you hang out with. It's time to sit down. So she sits down. I go over, I get her leashed up, and I'm like, thank God, I have you now. Now we can go. I have you now. Yeah, I have you now. We can go get medical attention for the lady that fell down. And uh, I have to go back through the fucking tick-infested woods. So, you know, I'm going through this thicket or whatever. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. And then I have to navigate down the same slippery rocks that Tara busted her ass on. And I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if I fucking fell down here too? And then we were both bleeding everywhere. I didn't. Um, I was agile and amazing. I looked like some kind of woodland elf. And uh, get the You dog do the look car. like Orlando Bloom. Yes. Get the dog to the car, and she's like, okay. I tried to get her to call my mom. My fucking mom didn't answer because my mom lives 15 minutes away from where we were. Mother was nowhere to be found. Thanks, Mom. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. She could have been. Anything's possible. Getting that dick. So we go to You know, moms need dick, too. We go to the hospital, and she's like, just go ahead and leave me here, get the dogs home, and all this shit. So I come home, get the dogs home, go back and pick her. Or it's like as soon as I walk in the door, she calls me and she's like, "Hey, um, they they just X-rayed me. They're gonna stitch me up here in a minute. They wanted to make sure that nothing was broken. Blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." So then she calls me. I'm like 15 minutes away. She's like, "Where are you?" I was like, "I'm, you know, a little ways away. I'm gonna be there in just a few minutes though." So I pull up and she's like sitting in some chair watching YouTube videos on her phone, and uh, everything seems to be cool. She's like, yeah, they numbed me up with something. I just have to go get this prescription for an antibiotic. And I'm like, sweet. Oh, God, I hate antibiotics. Yeah, so we go to Wall Trash that's not far from this hospital, fill the prescription. She's like, I need, like, crutches or something. I'm not supposed to bend my knee, and I still have to try to walk on this thing. And she, right. And they told me to keep pressure off of it as much as possible. 
So they don't have any fucking crutches. So I get her up. Wait, what? Yeah. At this wall trash, they had no crutches. The hospital didn't have crutches? They didn't fucking give her any. It's uh-huh. fucked up. So I find the polka dot and cane. I was like, this is cute. She'll appreciate this. I get her the cane. The girl has no fucking clue how to walk with a cane. It was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, you know how to use this, right? I'm like, keep your fucking <laughs> legs straight. Keep the pressure on the cane. Come on. Don't be dumb. And uh, she's like. You're such a dick. She's like, man, fuck this cane. I'm like, yeah, fuck that cane. She's like, go buy me some crutches. So I go buy her crutches. And she used them for like a day and a half. And then she's like, well, the doctors at work said that I should try to be moving on it a little bit and bend it slightly, but I need to put tape on it so I don't bend it too much. Um, I need to maintain some mobility here while it heals. And I'm like, man, you could have been using the cane the whole time. She's like, no, fuck that cane. (laughs) What was that? One of my kids is doing something they're not supposed to do. Oh, hot. Yes. Playing video games. Fapping. They're fapping, whatever that is. <laughs> They're masturbating. So, uh, yeah, that was it. Split open knee, it was fucked up. Guys, what do you think about telling the truth in your relationship? Don't, don't, point, don't, don't. Is it no. 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 At no. what point is it unbearable to sit in silence? Did... What's going on, Steve? Who's Who's Steve? It's Rico Chetta. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to sound like an old person. If you'll forgive me. But Steve, I I don't I don't know you and and I'm not trying to attack you. I'm attacking all people on the internet that don't use their real name. Uh, what the fuck is a Rico Cheddar? So why why can't he just be Steve? So he actually goes by Chetta. In real life. Okay. So the word is cheddar. It's not cheddar. He goes by cheddar. Okay. That's not a word. It, 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 it's a name. No, it, you know, no, it. It's a noun. It's a person, place, thing, or idea. You're welcome. No, no, it's, it's not. It, it's filled with blood. Yeah. <laughs> it was filled with blood, but now my mouth is filled with blood from biting my fucking tongue. No. Because you're being a poop butt. You're a poop butt. So who's Steve? So Steve is a dude that I worked with. At, I'm sorry, Rico Chetta. He's a dude that I worked with at uh, at the last car dealership that I worked at. He's good people. I like you, Steve. Um, yeah, he's a good dude. Well, I'm glad Steve is a good dude. But so where did the where did the Rico Chetta moniker come from? I don't know. Okay. I don't, I'm not going to pretend to know. Chetta yeah, because there was like a there was a there was a there's an a lost episode of Rick and Morty where there is a uh, there's a genetic engineering lab where the CIA is actually trying to crack the code of Down syndrome, and they actually have a special agent with Down syndrome called Rico Chetta. No way. No, <laughs> just totally man. That was incredible. <laughs> I think sounds like something they would do in Rick and Morty. I'm just trying to think of how they would animate somebody with Down syndrome. <laughs> You're the worst. So we're going to wrap this up now. Yeah, but okay. Okay. But see, here's in, in, in all seriousness, here's the weekly word of wisdom. If, if you're not sure how to handle something, do not lash out or say something in the moment because it is better left unsaid at least until you have time to contemplate and analyze the situation. To analyze it? Analyze it, yeah. To analyze you the situation. You do it in the butt. So, but, but in all seriousness, there, there are things that are worth commenting on and there are things that are worth accepting and just dealing with. And you, sometimes you can say shit that is that does irreparable harm to your relationship that would have been better left unsaid. I will concede that there are things that you should say, even though they are difficult and and you may not want to address them. But there's also petty shit that you just need to keep to your fucking self. And learning to differentiate between the two is really where things get hairy. Yeah, especially if you're a dude. 
Because if you're a woman, you can just say whatever, whenever, because you think that your fuckability is going to, you know, make sure that you can just get away with goddamn murder. But eventually... They made a show about that called Snap, by the way. Yeah, eventually you look like my grandpa. Yeah. His grandpa can get that dick. (laughs) My grandpa's dead. He can still get it. (laughs) This necrophiliacs are like... Grandpa fucking, eh? <laughs> All necrophiliacs sound like, uh, sound like the hormone monster from fucking Big Mouth. <laughs> yeah, fuck the dead grandpa. <laughs> he wants to get it. Uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for watching. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching. AJ and Jess and, uh, Steve. 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 His fucking name is Steve. Dear listeners, thank you. Yeah. Let us know, like, comment and shit. Yeah, and Chris is sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was fun. It was good. That was fun seeing people come on. It was, and we can do more of that. Uh, can we get a can we can we photoshop a shit stain on those pants? Yes. <laughs> the power of modern computing. <laughs> Just put a shit stain on them. <laughs> Where's the dirty pants? At an old man's expense, Chris. that statement was what about when it's at my expense or my father's expense because i've definitely told stories about him shitting his pants at the grocery store that your co-workers laughed at yeah yeah it's funny when somebody shits their pants biggest poop is funny <laughs>